0: Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is March 23rd. We are in the month of awareness, which falls under the discipline of perception, and it is the year 2023. Today's episode, 82, The Straight-Jacketed Soul. I'll go ahead and read our passage for today. The diseases of the rational soul are long-standing and hardened vices, such as greed and ambition. They have put the soul in a straitjacket and have begun to be permanent evils inside it. To put it briefly, this sickness is an unrelenting distortion of judgment. So things that are only mildly desirable are vigorously sought after. Seneca, Moral Letters, 75.11 In this quote, Seneca is saying that there are certain negative qualities or vices, such as greed and ambition, that can become so deeply ingrained in a person that they begin to control and negatively impact their entire way of thinking and acting. These vices become like a straitjacket that limits the person's ability to make sound judgments and choices. As a result, even things that are not particularly important or necessary can become the sole focus of the person's attention and desires. In essence, this is a sickness of the soul, where the person's priorities and values become warped, causing them to pursue things that are not truly valuable or worthwhile. So this leads us to today's journal prompt. How can I treat my greedy vices? How can I heal my sickness? I'm not sure that I even have greedy vices. Who am I kidding? I'm sure I do. I guess it would be beneficial to ask the question what are my greedy vices? Seneca mentions ambition, and if this is a quality to have, if this is a negative quality to have, then I am guilty of it. One could argue that it depends on what success means to the individual person, in which case, I'm still pretty guilty. I yearn for money, freedom, and travel, all of which are greedy and not exactly the most altruistic goals to have, I suppose. Seneca compares these vices to a straitjacket, suggesting that they constrain and restrict our ability to act freely and make choices that align with our values and principles. I understand how that's true. Still, I want to argue that if I'm not ambitious and aiming for success, then aren't I just being complacent and not the best that I can be? Which in turn doesn't allow me to be the best person I can for others. This would mean I can't be as helpful as well. Maybe I'm just overthinking this. Furthermore, he suggests that these vices become persistent evils within us, making them challenging to get rid of and maybe ingrained in our personalities. When it comes to my mental capacity, it's obvious how my ambition and greed hinder me. Putting such a great focus on where I want to go, instead of where I'm at, is draining. I know this, ignore this, and yet continue to indulge this another way to see it is that by thinking that i have to make it or reach some unknown level of success i'm putting myself in a box robbing me of my freedom that i claim to want so badly of course my knee-jerk reaction to this is that if i was more ambitious earlier in life that i would indeed have more freedom now of course That's all in the past, and I cannot change that. My vices these days are rather limited. No longer am I drinking alcohol. I don't go out at all, really. Maybe a dinner with a few friends every other week? Oh, anger can be considered a vice, and I still indulge in that one from time to time. And this temper really stems from anxiety and worry about the future. I still smoke uh, both wacky and non-wacky forms of tobacco. However, in my defense, I have been—I do have hospitalizing migraines when my stress levels are too high. And in this current season of my life, I would rather not die from something as trivial as this. Honestly, I think I have made strides from where I once was when it comes to greed, envy, and ambition. I want less than what I did before, and I'm learning that the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Journaling daily like this has helped, and it's helped keep me in check. It's helped open my mind to new ways of thinking and viewing the external world. The best thing it's seeming to accomplish is teaching me better ways to handle my issues. At this time, I've also been rereading Your Head is a Houseboat by Campbell Walker, a.k.a. Struthless, which is always helpful for reframing mindfulness in a more visual and creative way. I honestly suggest that for people that aren't into the whole stoic philosophy thing or mindfulness meditations or journaling in general to at least give his book a a gander and, and see what you think of it. I'll go ahead and leave links to it in the notes. Finally, Seneca notes in this that these vices create an unrelenting distortion of judgment. In other words, our desires and motivations become so skewed that we pursue things that are only mildly desirable, with great fervor, and intensity. For me, this has led to a sense of dissatisfaction and unhappiness, as I may find myself continually seeking more and more without ever really feeling fulfilled. Anger is the most glaring example where my desire for revenge or retribution leads to my dissatisfaction. I think that I will feel better after I've spoken my mind, but rarely do. So my aim recently is to focus on what I control. I don't want to continue being swayed by outside influences when they're not the ones living my life, and, honestly, not the ones causing my problems. Seneca's words are a reminder that we have the power to shape our our own future and character, and that the choices we make have a profound impact on our lives. In general, this serves as a warning about the risks of allowing these vices to take root in us and an encouragement to work towards developing a virtue-filled character unrestricted from such distortions of judgment. By developing virtues such as self-control, wisdom, and compassion, we can counteract the harmful effects of these vices and live a more fulfilling life. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. I'm eager to continue learning more about myself and to develop these new and unused skills. I also need to remember to be patient, as progress takes time. Again, I enjoy journaling, as it helps me to reflect daily, and everyone should try it out for a little while. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it's difficult, or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.